Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. Life, love, love, as we say in the South, and liberty. Liberty. So much for your liberty, right? Your safety is at risk. I mean, you've got uh, governors and mayors across the country of the liberal persuasion who could not possibly care less about your safety as it pertains to allowing criminals out of their prisons in droves because of COVID. And in an act of sympathy, empathy, criminals are being allowed uh, to roam freely once again. Now, I want to ask you something. If masks work, if the rest of us were being mandated to wear masks in states across the U.S. Uh, in private businesses as well. Harris Teeters is the next, next uh, grocer, along with Kroger and others who are making it mandatory, Costco, uh, to wear a mask in order to patronize their establishment. Maybe they see it as a way of avoiding shutdown. Maybe like, you know what, fine, we'll feed the beast. We'll go along with the placebo you know, so that they'll leave us alone. They'll leave our businesses open, even though there's zero scientific evidence that masks, other than an N95 mask, and most of you know you're not wearing an N95 mask, are you? No, you're not. So why can't we use masks in the prison system? Is it because the little bendy thing at the top of the nose band would be used as a weapon probably is it because the straps that go behind the ears would be used as a weapon to maybe you know strangle someone you don't like in the shower probably so hey i have a better idea let's just let these guys out because they can't be trusted with a face mask but they can be trusted with taxpaying law-abiding citizens do you all see the lunacy in this to the extent that i do yeah, I thought so. That's why you follow me. Speaking of the ultimate idiocy other than Mayor 
de Blasio of New York City. We have our very own interesting character here in my city. I want you all to remember that black girl magic is real. That's right, Keisha. That's the mayor of Atlanta on her inaugural evening, reminding everyone that she's a mayor named Keisha. What does that mean? As if we haven't had black mayors for the past 150,000 years in the city of Atlanta, but a mayor named Keisha makes a statement, right? And black girl magic is real is the battle cry of Atlanta's mayor who would like for you to believe that hashtag, uh, you, what is it? One America, I'm, I'm sorry, one Atlanta, right? One Atlanta, right? For those of you who buy into hashtag campaigns. Apparently, if it's a hashtag campaign, it's the gospel. Well, the mayor is in, in an all-out pissing contest with our governor, our governor, Brian Kemp of Georgia, who was called useless, uh, quote, by Tucker Carlson just the other evening. I'm interested. As t- I'd like to know why Tucker feels that way about our governor. Our governor did actually call in a thousand uh, National Guards men and women to come into the city of Atlanta to do the job of the mayor because she won't do her job other than attempting to bash and defund our police department. And the morale here is so low. It's abysmal. It is so bad. Uh, Lots of Leo friends who are like, screw it, we're out. We're just done. And we're damn sure not going to chase anybody because what's the point? We don't want to end up on on DA Paul Howard's radar as he's under his own federal investigation and hopefully on his way to losing his runoff election as district attorney of uh, Fulton County. So so here we are in this pissing contest between the mayor and the governor. And the governor says, and, and this is so much bigger, actually, than, what's, than, than what you see manifesting here in the earth and in the way of politics, right? In the, in the various pissing contests going on around the country. And so our mayor decides that she's going to create a mandate that says masks are mandatory in the city of Atlanta. Well, the governor is very quick to remind her with his own you know, retort that, hey, by the way, in case you forgot, I'm the governor and my executive order trumps yours. Well, she has now retorted with, well, hey, guess what? I don't care what you say. I, my mandate is still in place. And if you need to sue me, go for it. This is the level of rebellion that the country is in right now. So if you've been wondering what to pray for, this or against, this is it. A spirit of all-out rebellion. Because that's what you see unfolding It happens to be in the form of skin color and the matrix of male and female. And it's all, you know, unfolding through politics, through identity politics. But at the end of the day, I really don't like that saying, but at the end of the day, what you see unfolding is rebellion at at high, high levels. And so you wonder why people are looting, stealing, in, in t- you know reparations apparently now you've got a city council of all things in Asheville North Carolina the epicenter of North Carolina occlusion all things occultic right again rebellion all right so all things occultic coming out of Asheville and Asheville City Council decides that passing a reparations bill is passing uh, passing reparations legislation I'm not really sure how they're going to pull this off I mean 
How do you determine whether or not someone's actually Caucasian? I mean, I thought we were identifying as everything. So what if to avoid reparations, I decide that I want to identify as black girl magic? Then I'm a, I'm a girl named Keisha for the day. Just to avoid for the season, at least. I mean, why not? Why, why can't I choose to identify as a black woman? Why not? I mean, does my German lineage count as just straight? Or how about my Greek? I, I don't know. Like, how much of my blood is this going to be like a one-fifth compromise again? Like, what, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Like, how much of my blood has to make it? Again, I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, that if the blood of Jesus Christ was not enough to repair, to bridge, to atone for, to... um yeah, repair what was broken in our fall and all of our sinful nature. If his blood's not enough, mine won't be either. And neither will yours. And neither will our bank accounts. And neither will our homes. Back to the city of Atlanta. What you see is rebellion. And you see it coming from the top of the nation down. We saw this brewing during the Obama administration. And he was such a phenomenal orator that he he had he was just mm, just a just a charismatic swag you know had kind of a sway about him whenever he'd walk up to the podium and had the ability you know he's basically a political panty dropper if you will I mean sorry but it's true um, because and you know, how do I know that because he convinced an entire generation of of black men and women young adults that they're entitled to something other than the equality and liberties that are already afforded to us as American citizens. And that's what you see unfolding. We saw a rebellion unfold in that administration. Um, and, and you saw it through his entire administration, a lawlessness. And now we see it coming to light through this administration and the curtains being pulled back and the covers being pulled back for us to be able to see what was really going on. All poop rolls downhill. Just remember that. I'm hoping that our governor will hold out and stand his ground and allow us to be individuals in the state of Georgia and to be adults and to decide for ourselves whether or not we want to continue to wear face masks or not. That is my hope. I have you know, taking it upon myself to order a very chic face covering, very sexy, very cute, something you might wear out to a disco, to a rave, to a club on a Saturday night. And it is no more going to protect me from a virus than a man on the moon, than, than your cloth face masks. But who gets to determine what's a face mask? Who gets to determine that my face mask isn't covering enough or it's not uh, legitimate since we live in the era of all things illegitimacy. So who's going to get to determine that, right? So I thought, oh, what the hell, I'll just jump in with everybody else. Fine, you want me to be able to buy my grocery? Listen, can you imagine like Mark of the Beast season? You see all the people who have fallen to, you know, to their knees over a face mask I mean, this is like wheat and chaff season. 
And you got to love my fellow conservative Christians who are like, or the religious ones, I call them, who live in super high glass bubbles, glass ivory towers of, you know, establishment Republicans. Like, they're the holy of holies, right? At least they would have you believe. And if, if, if you're not wearing face masks, then you're just not exercising brotherly love. You know, love your neighbor. You know, exercise your liberty. I've already covered this in, in another podcast, but it's true. It's true. It's maddening. It's like, no, loving your neighbor American style and what would Jesus do? Jesus would be like, hey, you live in the freest nation on earth. So if you feel like, here's here's the extent of your liberty. You ready? Constitutionally speaking, you don't feel the need to wear a mask. Awesome. Don't wear one. Uh, and don't impress upon the other person whose faith is different than yours about a mask to have to wear one. Live and let live with regard to masks. No one has proven that this is not a shamdemic. No one. The numbers coming out of Florida are abysmal. They are nuts. You can know what did we just discover about their own health department? They've lied. They've inflated their numbers. How many testing? You're going to tell me that out of 300 people tested, 300 people tested positive? And we're supposed to believe that? Come on, Governor DeSantis. What are you going to do with this? The world is watching. I know now that COVID-19 numbers are being shipped directly to the White House. Like, now we're bypassing the CDC. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? It tells you you cannot trust the people that you thought you could trust this whole time. And at the height of arrogancy... This is what the mayor had to say just last night. Because, you know, she loves her appearances on CNN, right? That's how all of you know who my mayor is. Because she's way more concerned about gallivanting across CNN than she is running this city other than into the ground. Check this out. Not having on a mask, uh, President Trump did violate law in the city of Atlanta but I am somehow not surprised that he disregarded our rules and regulations in this city. Something to know about the mayor. One of her first uh, issues that she ran into as the mayor was utilizing the airport as her own pocketbook before she was even uh, uh, sworn in, right? So the airport is is a huge point of contention for us here in the state of Georgia. Our state legislature has performed, I don't know how many study committees, bipartisan committees who have decided that it was a great idea to take the airport back from uh, the city of Atlanta because we all know that it is nothing more than a slush fund, right? But the mayor likes to tout that this is her, you know, this is the city of Atlanta's property and uh, the president is, you know, is... Uh, is breaking the law. What else does she have to say about all that? Hold on, let's see if I have another cut here. And uh, where President Trump was in his close proximity with others, he uh, they weren't socially distancing, then it would have been appropriate for him to have on a mask on city property. <laughs> I just love this. I mean, this kind of stuff just tickles me. All right, hold on. What else do we have? I think we have we have one more. Hold on. But here's what our governor has to say about it. All right, you ready? I don't I don't believe a mask mandate is going to work. <laughs> yeah, you think? We'll tell that to Black Girl Magic Keisha Lance Bottoms. 
Black girl magic is real. That's right. Okay, so this is what we're dealing with in the state of Georgia. Many of you are dealing with the same thing in your respective states and your cities, and I see you. I hear you sounding off on Twitter. Uh, most of us, have, i got to tell you, so are you guys familiar with this trashy, nasty, disgusting comedian? Um, what's her name? Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she, she is, um, wow, she's a trip. Um, I just happened to peruse something. Uh, Ashley St. Clair, who is someone I adore, a uh, fellow conservative uh, commentator, and um, she posted something on Twitter about, uh, she retweeted something rather, that was, you know, this trashy comedian mocker, uh, scoffer of all things decent um, in the name of comedy. She was making fun of the whole pedophilia issue that we see unfolding right now, right? And so she's talking about, you know, pedophilia sexy or whatever. I don't know, something nasty. So I thought, you know what the heck, I'm just going to float on over to her Twitter feed and see what this is all about. And um, I was blown away by the, by the because I don't follow people who are depraved it, it, so that, so that I, some of you do, like you really enjoy following liberals. Um, I don't follow liberals and not because I enjoy being in a silo uh, or an echo chamber. A, I don't follow a lot of people on the regular. I follow my followers. I keep up with you guys and, you know, what's going on in your world and prayer requests and what you have to ask of me and questions you have for me and things of that nature. But generally speaking, other than Dinesh D'Souza following me yesterday on Parlor, which just made my whole day because uh, I love his wife, Debbie. She's been on my show, and I adore Dinesh and their work. It's just oh, he will go down. and They will both go down in our history books. It's just phenomenal Americans who attempted to try to save this nation from striking the iceberg that we're headed for. Um, but he followed me yesterday on Twitter. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, And I'm not starstruck about much, but I love me some Dinesh. So at any rate... Um, you know, I pop on over to Miss Silverman's Twitter, Twitter, Twitter account, and I'm like, "Holy crap! This is like a whole other level of depravity and and just demonics." And they hate the president. Like I again, I don't keep, I don't watch MSNBC, I don't watch CNN, I don't keep up with a lot of that. I stay focused on my lane. But when I see the level of venom, vitriolic, absolute, abject hatred for the president and anyone on the right, especially Lindsey Graham. For some reason, they're not a big fan of, of, uh, of Lindsey. So, but I thought, wow, I wonder if you guys really realize what, what level of demonics we're dealing with. It's pretty bad. You can run along over there and check her out if you want to, but um, you know, I, I try to encourage people, especially my own daughter, to really watch her ear gates and her eye gates. You know, when you're searching, when you're seeking, especially our youth, you know, it's, it's, it's important to understand who you're allowing into your ear gates because ultimately they affect your heart. In other fun local news, you know, I've, got, I, I've caught a lot of flack over the years for uh, repeating um, what I know to be true about the black political cabal in my city. 
Uh, they run campaigns here under hashtags like Keep Atlanta Black, right? Well, the county that I live in, that, that I pay an inordinate amount of taxes uh, for and to, um, they are replacing Columbus Day, effective 2021, with a Juneteenth holiday. Yes. So when I say that the city of Atlanta's ultimate goal is to turn Atlanta into Wakanda, I am not being disparaging. I'm not being funny. I know it is funny to some of you. I am not being condescending. I am being absolutely truthful and honest. We started just last year with dismantling Confederate Avenue because we feel as though we've grown past Confederate Avenue, which is down in a very liberal, also poor, uh, both live there, uh, side of town, down by our zoo. Um, so you have the yuppies, the yuppie liberal couples who are, you know, refurbishing mansions down there that are old Victorian homes. I guess before you know it, we're going to change that too. Um, they are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then just across the street, you've got a dude with a crack pipe who can't, you know, put rub two nickels together. So who's, you know, virtually homeless. And, uh, but everybody lives apparently together in harmony now because we've gotten rid of the Confederate Avenue sign. Again, depravity. And speaking of depravity, this scene unfolded in Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Check this out. Those are water bottles you hear being heaved in a security line in an international airport terminal. There they go. They're bum-rushing an agent, a Spirit Airlines agent. Shoes flying, weaves flying, kicking, hair cornrows flying. I mean, and, and then you've got agents standing around trying to protect the other agent. whole lot of cussing, whole lot of black girl magic. I love what Ann Coulter says. This is priceless. She tweets and says, another sad example of white fragility. <laughs> that is priceless and very Ann Coulter. Uh, but so true. I mean, you don't have to ask yourself, how did three young black women get so upset that their flight was delayed that they would be allowed to heave water bottles, shoes, throw punches, throw kicks, cussing. I mean, isn't shouldn't this be like a federal crime? I mean, these are, I don't know if these are TSA agents or just gate agents, just gate agents. But this is, again, depravity because Black Lives Matter, right? So then you see these three young women whose... Uh, there you go. There's some heavenly sounds for you. Uh, you see these three young black women who clearly uh, ascribe to Black Lives Matter, right? Including your airline tickets, your airline being on time, uh, to the exclusion of any order, law, decency, authority. I mean, that's really what this comes down to, authority. All right, well, moving forward tomorrow, I do want to cover... Something that fascinates me, vaccinations, because I have a real life, uh, real life family story 
with regard to my daughter and what we think um, was the impetus and the catalyst for her basically 14-year struggle with ulcerative uh, colitis that has nearly cost her her life on several occasions. Um, But I want to talk about vaccines and whether or not you guys are going to position yourselves to be vaccinated. Uh, You know, I have several people sending me things. I'm just taking some time to study up on before I have a conversation with you. But I am interested to know, and if you don't mind going to my website and sounding off in my open mic feature, as to whether or not you would take a vaccine for COVID-19, for SARS-CoV-19. Would you take a vaccination? If yes, why? If no, why? Uh, after finding uh, hundreds of cancer genes in MMR vaccines, the FDA, there's an FDA researcher that admits that viral cells in vaccines may, quote, activate genes and spread more disease. We're talking about um, things that are patented and owned by our U.S. government that are things that are uh, synthetic, anything natural. That's why you see such a fight against herbs, herbal remedies, uh, uh, oils, essential oils, and things of that nature. Things, you know, God gave us in the earth. And listen, I'm not saying that medicines are bad. I'm not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer per se. Uh, but now I, my eyes are opening to uh, just more of the things that are coming in the way of um, artificial intelligence. Things that could be added to the mixture of our vaccines that I have um, that I have just recently begun to understand, um, you know, could activate people. I know that sounds very sci-fi and crazy to some of you. It's really not far-fetched when you start talking about altering the gene um, presentation of the displaying of a gene in a human body and being able to alter that. Okay, I've seen it in my own daughter's life with her own immune system responding to titers and an MMR shot that was vaccination that was that was unnecessary, but the pediatrician couldn't find a record of her two MMR shots when she was a baby. And in order for her to go to a summer camp, we had to give her we had to come up with a record or give her a new shot. And we were, you know, sold up one side and down the other that she would be fine with an additional MMR. Uh, We did that. And about six months later, if not sooner, she started presenting ulcerative colitis issues. All that to say, when we had our titers checked, which is a marker to tell you how much of a vaccination is, in fact, in your blood, um, we were told... um, that she was three times the amount that she should have been. And with that, her immune system could have very well decided to attack itself. And that presented in the way of attacking her colon. It has almost cost her her life. It cost her the better half of her, of her young adulthood as well. And 12 years, 12 to 14 years, she still deals with some of those symptoms. But for the most part, we feel like she has... Um, she has overcome a lot in that area. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very interested to know how many of you would take this vaccination if you knew that while it might, might, might spare you from COVID-19, if you knew that 15 to 20 years from now, 
you would and could end up with lymphoma, cervical cancer, you know, reproductive cancers, brain cancer, blood cancer, whatever. If you knew that was a possibility, would you still take the vaccination? You can sound off at monicamatthews.com. If you would, tell me. If you wouldn't, tell me why. And what are you going to do if it becomes mandatory? How do you plan on fighting that battle beginning right now? MonicaMatthews.com. Uh, yeah, so, you know, interested to hear from you guys on that. All right, guys, that's enough for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. Sorry about yesterday. Yeah, we, uh, you know, just one of those days. Had some technical difficulties. <laughs> We have that around here every now and then. But thank you for your patience. You can follow me at Monica On Air Talk on Twitter, The Monica Matthews on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher. Sign up for my podcast. It'll come straight to your phone. You can go all over the place. Wherever you choose to download your podcast, you'll likely find mine. Sign up for my newsletters at MonicaMatthews.com. New donate page. I'm an independent conservative broadcaster. So taking those donations thank you so much to all of you who have already donated you know i love you you know i appreciate you and i'm going to keep fighting and keep talking on our behalf until next time i love you be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror and remember if you're an american act like one